0: hello hello my beautiful people thank you so much for listening to the planter podcast i'm the host damio shodi and i'm happy that you are here if this is your first time listening welcome you've came to the right place okay get ready to get blessed get ready to be informed and just make things happen um this week is gonna be a really good episode i'm really excited to introduce this um guest to you but before i do that i'm gonna update you on just one thing or maybe a few things um yeah summer's here and i am having an event this wednesday called the planter planner party how fun is that the planter planner party like (laughs) anytime that i say that i feel like it's like a actual party but basically what i'm doing is Um, getting a group of of women and we're going to sit down and just help each other plan our goals for the summer you know try to keep it you know small instead of planning for the rest of the year you know we're going to try and develop smart goals and just fellowship and commune and drink boba so it's going to be awesome I'm really excited for that and depending on how that turns out I'll probably have more so stay tuned on social media for those pictures and the beautifulness of just gathering with other people. So that's awesome. Um, I guess that's the update I have with the planter events. Oh, I'm going to be having another one in June. So I'm going to definitely announce that um, another brunch because... I got a lot of good feedback from the brunch, you know. I really want to say thank you to everybody who came again. You know, people left some really nice comments. If you look at the hashtag, the planter meetup, um, you're going to see all types of pictures of the brunch. And, you know, if you check out my social media as well, you're going to see um, some pictures of everybody who came, activities that we did, and it was lit. So we're going to do that again. And you know, expand it and just do great things. Trust me, a lot of good stuff are um, are going to start coming from this platform. So I'm going to keep you guys updated with that. Um, I wanted to actually tell you about something I, you know, just I was reading this morning. I was reading my word um, just to kind of encourage you because it really encouraged me. I was reading 2 Kings, I believe chapter four where uh, Elijah and there was Elijah and the widow and the widow didn't have like you know their the creditors were going to take her son away um and she needed to uh pay a debt so they won't become slaves because her husband had died and Elijah was like yo bring me some vases like what you got in your house I got a little backwards there he was like what do you have in your house and she was like i have oil and he's like all right that bring some, you know, vases and let's see what we can do. And, you know, the more vases that they brought, the more oil was being poured into the vases until they had no more. So what I want to say um, from reading that was, I think that God was speaking to me that, you know, not to have a, a mindset of lack, not to be in a space of lack. I Sometimes I get caught up in that and maybe others can relate to that, that You know you don't have right now and you're kind of like scrounging to keep the little that you have because you're like i don't know what i'm gonna get something next but kind of you know keep your hand open um god can definitely multiply what you do have now and make it grow into something even more than what you expected so you know whatever that idea is that you have and you know all the different ideas I, i present that to him and i'm like this is what i have how do i do this how do i do that And the word that he gave me was just like, go, like unleash, like just do like I, you know, my hand is upon that, you know. So with whatever little that you think you have or whatever dream it is or little money you think you may have or opportunity, skill, God is going to use that. Just keep your hand open and let him multiply that thing um pray you know pray about it and then work do some action you know we have to believe that the Holy Spirit is working like you know the things that we do the Holy Spirit is the one unctioning us to do them because sometimes you don't get like a clear answer like sometimes you just don't get like a this is it sometimes it's not like that you just have to trust that you know what this came to my mind I just have to act and I pray that you know I that God is behind what I'm doing and just go. That was my word for today, so just go. So on the podcast today, I would love to introduce to you my guest, India Williams, who's the creator of Rooted Woman. Rooted Woman started in 2015. Uh, For India, work was life until India's health took a turn, bringing her priorities sharply into focus. During the six-month journey, she regained her health, and her purpose which was to create a community of women who value self-care and through her line of handmade non-toxic gluten-free and vegan friendly nail polishes Rudin woman champions self-care i saw this line on instagram and what it represented and i was immediately intrigued and i was like i have to reach out to india and definitely hear the backstory Uh, First of all, I didn't even know she was a lawyer. That was one thing that um, I was shocked about when listening to her interview. So yeah, she is the person definitely to tell us how to organize our days to help us feel fulfilled. And one thing that she said is that she doesn't like managing stress, right? She's like, why would I manage something that I don't like? Or that's the philosophy that she's living on now. So, you know, she just offered such... Just amazing advice on how to be creative, um, how to how to walk in your creativity and how that's connecting you to your purpose. and then also just how to live your life to the fullest because she is full of life. And I think there are three things that you would really gain from this podcast. Number one is you can be multifaceted. God can use all of your gifts, even the simplest of things. God can use those. Uh, You can set up your day in a way that makes you feel fulfilled, especially if you work a nine to five. And as you learn your purpose and walk in it, things do fall into place. You guys are really going to enjoy this episode. I love speaking with her. She is such down to earth. She has a passion for Christ and just helping our generation just become the best that we can and do it in a healthy way. So I want to give a shout out to all my new followers on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for talking and engaging with me and just sending some really nice comments. Thank you, Marceline, for commenting under my picture, saying that, you know, what I did was such an inspiration to you and sending me an email. And then also a new follower sent me a DM saying she's so happy that she came in contact with my content and she loves what I'm doing so thank you to you y'all are the best it means a lot I love it so uh, you see if you want to talk to me come talk to me you know what I'm saying and leave a review leave a review on iTunes if you are loving this content please leave a review it takes like five seconds and you can actually do it when you're listening so leave a review before you continue don't leave this podcast until you leave that review because sis I don't know what you're doing if you don't yeah I don't know what you're doing if you don't okay 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 (laughs) that sounds so ugly enough of that Dami. this is horrible okay guys seriously this is the episode now I want to introduce to you all my very special guest, India Williams.
1: Hi! Thank you for having me. Yay!
0: <laughs> I know I probably should have like been like, "Oh my God, we have to be excited after we after we do this introduction." But yes, thank you so much for coming on the show, India. So, tell us who you are and what do
1: you do? Who I am? I am a child of God. All first- right. Um, what do I do? I create. Um, that's the thing that most connects me to the ultimate creator, God. Uh, so um, I'm a lawyer, so I create opportunities for businesses to expand and to grow. Um, I deal a lot with mergers and acquisitions, so um, assisting companies in growth in that matter, but also as a business owner of Rooted Woman, um, which is a self care lifestyle brand that uh, creates and distributes uh, handmade, hand-poured, gluten-free, five free and vegan-friendly nail polish, all with the um, thought of really encouraging women to slow down and experience restoration. And So each of the names are based on affirmations of faith to really encourage women um, as they are wearing their manicure for it to be something that's lasting beyond the time that they paint their nails or 30 minutes when they're in the nail salon they can look down at their nails and see the color and be reminded that they're blessed and unconditionally loved and unafraid. So really having that outward representation of their inner work.
0: I know we're definitely going to dive in more into, you know, how you started uh, rooted women and you know, how you are a lawyer and also um, running a whole nother side hustle on the side, okay. which I think is so awesome. So kind of give us your journey through starting your business. So what, were you doing before that? And then what influenced you to start?
1: Yeah. So it really came out of, um, so I work at a really big law firm and the one that I worked at before, um, another really big, um, international law firm. And it required me just to work lots of hours. And so, um, there were many days and nights where there were 24 hour days where I was working or 36 hours and no sleep. And, I missed Thanksgiving and Christmas and um, I got really, really sick and my body started to shut down and my doctor said, okay, you have to take some time off because your body is is not responding and some autoimmune things came up and so um, as a result of taking three months and going to an integrative wellness center and really focusing on um, allowing my body to heal and to rest in a very natural way. I really started to um, ponder what did I really want my life to look like long term, um, and also just really pondering how God created us as human beings and how He created the earth, and that it's really not meant to be a work all the time. And so, really getting not only my health back into alignment, but my personal life into alignment, and so. That really led me to wanting to encourage other women who may be going through similar things of how do you find balance and um, remembering that you have to put yourself first and it's really not an act of selfishness. It's really um, an act of saying I care about myself and other people enough to know that I really have to take care of me so that I have something to give to someone else. Um, And out of that came Rooted Woman.
0: Okay. So thank you so much for sharing with us, um, you know, I guess the purpose behind um, why you started it. So kind of lead us. So you were like, okay, um, you know, I want to teach other women to care for themselves. Like I need to care for myself. So what were the steps now that you were taking from that point? So you have the idea now, like, you know, how did you follow through with that?
1: Yeah. So deciding like, how did I actually want to represent that? And that just kind of came kind of quickly because I just started noticing that every woman in my life and in the workplace, they all had their nails done. And so that was their one, um, act of kind of showing their personality a bit, particularly in really professional environments where everyone is kind of like wearing a suit or black or gray, or really not wearing lots of bright colors or any, Um, show of your personality and so just being very observant and aware of that and so I thought okay well women are already using nail polish I love nail polish what if it could really be taken to the next level and heightened to put some additional meaning to it so it's not something that's just really superficial but it really gets down to the heart of some inner work that's happening and then from there really went into kind of a bit of the lawyer mode of researching and finding a chemist and coming up with um the right solution and the colors and the manufacturer for the bottle and just all the different parts. And so a bit of like learning as I go, but then also very much with the, the aspect of I really wanted every part of it to be intentional because I think about how intentional God is, like there's nothing that's wasted. And so in every aspect of that, I really wanted to follow that.
0: I think one thing that attracted me to your brand was everything has intention. So every bottle... Um, You know, every nail polish has like a scripture or something that women can like a mantra that we can Mm -hmm. always say that, okay, when we see this, this is what you know, we should remember um, when we wear this nail polish. And I think that was pretty cool. You do things with a purpose. Yeah, like what influenced you to make the nail polish is vegan free, gluten free and five free, right? Can you kind of break that down? Like how?
1: Why was that something that you, you wanted in your product? Yeah, so in this process I I found out that I'm borderline celiac so I can't tolerate gluten myself and understanding that there are gluten byproducts in a lot of um, cosmetics and so anything that you put onto your nails goes into your bloodstream and I don't know how many people actually recognize that. So if you have an allergy to like something, if you're putting nail polish on, it's going into your bloodstream, it's seeping into your bloodstream. I
0: did not even know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Okay be really careful about that. So and yeah. I have a few other friends that are actually celiac and so they can't wear nail polish oh, uh, okay. because it, it has by um, byproducts in it. So I mm. um, wanted to be very sensitive to that. Certainly something that was vegan friendly and so not just saying we don't test on animals, but we don't use any animal fibers in our brushes um, and so that was really important and then five free because again everything that you're putting onto your nails is going into your bloodstream So don't want things that are going to cause cancer right. or any sort of harm to your body
0: That's what's up, and I also read online that um, like maybe you were in a center and they would put you on a strict diet that you could only eat certain things and that's kind of what um, perpetuated like it being vegan
1: Yeah, so that came from it as well. So part of figuring out like, okay, um, are there some food intolerances that are leading to kind of the exacerbation of some of the autoimmune stuff? And so it really went from a place of like eliminating everything and slowly reintroducing things. And so the first things that were reintroduced were lots of vegetables. And so I'm just seeing how my body really responded to that um, and removing dairy and all of that stuff um, from my diet. Also it's like, okay, I think it's actually a really good thing to to allow your body to move as naturally as possible. And so the low impact of a vegan product really spoke to me.
0: I've never seen that before. So I was like, okay, this is really, this is really cool, nice touch to nail polish. And I learned something new because I did not know that what you put on your nails goes into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm, okay, all right. So, you know, you started this business and I'm sure there's a lot of skills that you had to learn. Like what were some important skills that you were starting to develop when you were developing rooted women? Because I was like, Did you make the nail polish yourself? Did you have to learn how to make the nail polish yourself? Like, trust me, those were all the questions that were coming out of my mind. I was like, Did you have to do all that stuff? But what other things maybe or what did you skills did you pick up as you were starting your business?
1: Um, so I will say I was grateful enough to grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. And so my dad, um, owned his own business, several businesses. My mom had her own consulting company. And so I grew up around entrepreneurship. So I did have some of those sorts of like organization skills. Um, how do you set up a business, a bit of the soup to nuts? And it, d- it does help to be a lawyer because also having that, but, I think there were some soft skills of like really learning how do I use my voice. I think it can be difficult to say, you know, I really don't like that or I don't want to do that. And also when people say, no, it can't be done. When I said I really wanted it to be five free, gluten free and vegan friendly, I got a lot of no's and I was like, yeah, but I think it's possible. And so not being deterred by the no and really getting to the yes and also um, being outspoken when people would say, oh, you shouldn't put a scripture on the bottle. That's never going to sell. Um, then I said, oh, okay, well, this is my brand. This is my business. And so right. I use my voice and to, and to stand up for um, what I really felt like I was called to do. So that's what I learned most. Okay, I like
0: that. Um, not taking no for an answer. That reminds me of her name, Agatha Chinadu, who makes yummy spoonfuls, which is uh, the first organic um, baby food. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was her thing too, like looking for manufacturers, and everybody was saying no, it's never been done. And then look at it now. So, nah, that's definitely true. Um, and speaking up for yourself as well. Uh, that is definitely something that I'm also learning, and um, just even in my personal life, not necessarily um with the planter but just you know if I don't like something I don't like it
1: (laughs) and it's okay
0: yeah Yeah, it's definitely okay and it brings you a lot more peace Mm -hmm. it brings you a lot more peace Mm -hmm. so oh yeah here's one thing I wanted to know like did you always did you always want to be a lawyer since I was three years old since you were three okay ever wanted to be was a lawyer Interesting. And then this kind of just not that it just came out of nowhere, but were you always somebody who liked to create things as well or this did it just kind of come out of nowhere based on, you know, your life experiences? You always have a creative side as well?
1: Yeah, so I've always had a creative side. I will say I really avoided and ran away from entrepreneurship because really? I saw how hard it was for my parents. Oh. Like they, they certainly um, are very successful, but seeing it's a lot of work and a lot of pressure because you're responsible for everything, for everything. And then once you have employees and my parents are responsible for other people's livelihoods and mm-hmm. helping people to take care of their families and I was like I don't want to do that. That's horrible. No, I <laughs> need to get a check and someone else is going to be worried about whether the lights are on and all this other stuff and my dad was like one day you're going to see that that really is a blessing to be a blessing and to be able to do that. Um so I Partly engaged in some creative pursuits, but even kind of ran away from that to some extent, particularly in the law, because like you really are focused on the analytical side of your brain, right? So turning off some of that creativity um, was a process of being successful in law school, but really was something that was awakened through the process of um, taking time, because that is part of what helped me to really heal, right? So when you have stress, it really focuses in. Um, particularly in certain autoimmune diseases. It focuses on the analytical side of your brain. And so you have to like shut down the executive cortex and really get to like the back of your brain where it can relax until your brain, like we're no longer in like fight or flight. It releases, releases, um, you have less adrenaline and all of that stuff. So when we think about like the coloring books and all of that sort of stuff, like it really does help your body and your brain to switch to a different side so that it can function properly.
0: Mm, I'm learning. I am learning today. (laughs) And everybody else listening to is like, oh, I'm taking notes, I'm learning. Dang, that's true. Okay, you're teaching me. (laughs) Awesome. So going back to your brand, right? And focusing on the self-care aspect, how have you designed your brand to reflect the importance of that? How have you designed it so like, no matter what, everybody knows that, oh, okay, this is so I can learn how to take care of myself.
1: Yeah. So I think it goes from like very simple things to um, like the way the bottle is designed. So the bottle is, is an ergonomic top. So if you talk to a nail technician, she'll say, oh, this bottle feels really good. Like it doesn't hurt my hand if I'm like using it. So it's something that automatically um, from the very beginning is something that's at the forefront of do no harm. Um and then also allowing you to relax because you don't have to try so hard. Um and then the brushes, they're very smooth, they're like hand knitted together. Um, so you don't have to try really hard to like allow the polish to glide on your hands. Um, and then the names and the ingredients that are in it. And so even the colors that we use on our website, we try to use Um, I talked to a color psychologist. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, But what sort of colors allow your brain to relax and to go into a state of calm? And so being very intentional. um, I know most people may not necessarily recognize we never use black ink. It's always like a shade of gray. And so it's just a little bit easier on your eyes. It allows like you don't even really notice. It's very subtle and it allows um your brain to take in the information without having to do as much work
0: so did part of your research to kind of figure out what exactly you want for your brand did you have to go into like a lot of nail shops and you know talk to tech- nail technicians and did you test it on like your friends prior or how did you kind of gather the information to know that this is the direction that i want to go with this and this like because i thought i found that interesting that you were like oh The nail technicians are like, oh, it's easier on my hand. How did you know, like, a certain type of cap makes it hard on their
1: hands? You know, it really came from, and I have been getting my nails done for a really long period of time, and a lot of my friends have as well. And so that's like something that we've kind of done together as a spirit of like fellowship. So I just noticed that, like, that was something prior to me even thinking about this that the nail technicians would complain about like, oh, my hands hurt after a day of like holding these bottles because they're not made, they're made for aesthetics. They're not actually made for a nail technician to be using them throughout the day and understanding like how their hands work and those sorts of things. And so um, I guess I should have gone and done more research with the nail technicians, but thinking solely from the perspective of what's gonna be the best and the highest good putting all the aesthetics aside on everything what's gonna be the best and highest good for the person that's using it whether they're using it on an individual basis whether it's gonna be used on a bulk basis what's the best
0: what were some challenges that you faced uh when you were starting out so you have built all this but were there you know i know you mentioned finding a, a manufacturer to, you know, um, create the product. But what other challenges uh, did you face then?
1: Yeah, so I faced the challenge of learning. Um, you can't always share your dream with everyone. Can Even- you get an amen for that one? <laughs> <laughs> the person, like your friend, your family, you can't share your dream with everyone. So yeah. I guess I would kind of like liken it to um, if you're having a baby, like most people don't want to tell people that they're having a baby until like it's been six weeks and there's like that safe period. So you can't dream with everyone, right? So like that's even like in the Bible when like God showed Joseph all these dreams and he was so excited and he wanted to tell his brothers and they couldn't handle what God had shared with him, right? Right, right. that's a real thing and so that was kind of hard for me because i was so excited and i wanted to tell friends and they were like what are you doing you have a real job you don't have time for that what what is going on are you having a quarter life crisis like what what are you doing and why are you doing it
0: mm, mm-hmm. and, and i bet those same friends are now like oh my god yeah i know her
1: i remember her oh my god mm-hmm. you were yes. not me at the gym where are you Right, so, (laughs) I mean, learning, like, that's a process, right, of, like, I don't have to tell everyone, and I don't, I don't really need anybody else to co-sign on what God's given me, right? Like, I don't, it's already paid for that's enough credit, I don't need anybody else's. And so, standing in that, that was one of the things that was harder than even, like, manufacturers, because it's okay if, like, somebody that you don't know says no, you're like, oh, okay, well, let's move on. There are other people. Right. when it's like people that you care about and that you love and they're not beaming with joy in the way that you're beaming with joy about this great thing so um learning to stand in that Mm -hmm.
0: and I think that stems from fear fear because fear for you because they love you like they don't want you to fail one and then another thing could be like maybe their dreams are not going as well as they hoped. And it's just kind of weird seeing somebody that they know kind of maybe do better than them. Like my mom was saying today that people love for you to be quiet. They like you not to have a voice because when you get too loud, you know, that's too much. You gotta you gotta calm down a little bit. You can't, you can't go out there yelling like that or, you know, showing yourself off like that. You might cause too much attention, but you know, you just, you right, girl, you're right. you right. Can't be telling everybody <laughs> um what God has told you. You either yeah. have to be so selective with the people that you talk to your dreams about or you just kind of keep quiet.
1: Yeah, and then you just show and then you release. And so I've learned to do that yeah. of not really talking and really just allowing it to speak for itself. Exactly, not making
0: announcements on Instagram. I'm working, what, what do people say? I, all these phrases that people be like, oh, I'm working or whatever, but you're showing us that you're working. We're just like, come on now, let's work. Let us just Let's just see it. You ain't gotta show us, it's cool. To piggyback off of that, those are your challenges then. What about now? So you, how long have you been in business for now?
1: So almost three years.
0: Three years. Okay, so what are some current challenges that you
1: face now? Oh, girl, the list kind of goes on and on, right? So one of the biggest ones now is learning how to scale. So as it's grown into like far more than I ever imagined. So it started off just nail polish and now we have plant-based nail polish remover because there's so many people that can't tolerate acetone or some of the other chemicals that are in nail polish remover. So it's made completely out of plants um and we have a greeting card line like there's just so much and now I actually have a staff all the things that I said I don't really know if I want that but managing other people and particularly managing people that live in different places and while I'm still working full time um and then recognizing that I need even more people than I thought um it's certainly, it's really hard. It's hard to to balance um, the growth and to know how to scale while still keeping um, very true to who the brand really is and also keeping very true to self-care. So like even in, I I think most of my staff, probably all of them would say we don't operate in a traditional manner. So it really is, um one where we really focus on self-care. So it's not really set hours. It's really like get the tasks done. But I mean, there are women and I only have women in my business that work. And so that's really important to me to work with other women. Um, There's one man and he's amazing who works with mostly working with women um, and giving them opportunities, but making sure they have time to take care of themselves. And so encouraging that and making sure I'm keeping a check on whether they're being true to the brand beyond the brand, right? So with themselves, um, that's truly the hardest part.
0: And how have you come up with a team that you trust? How does your process look like? Because hearing other entrepreneurs, it seems to be the most difficult thing, finding people that you can trust to be on your team. And that will, like you said, carry your vision out. So how do you kind of gauge through like who's not supposed to be here and you know this is person supposed to be here
1: yeah so one of my strongest um team leaders was actually a customer and like a very consistent customer for a year and was constantly talking about the products within her network and it just kind of like flowed very organically and so on some level, I feel like when you're really in the flow and and in the purpose of what you're really supposed to be doing, that's when um, resources appear. And so I can't really tell you how, but like when there's been a need, the supply has been there and it's been at the right time and in the right right place. And so I, I haven't had to, I haven't had those struggles and I'm really grateful not to say that I won't have them in the future, but I haven't had the oh, this person is in a good fit or they don't, they're not trustworthy. Like I have an experience that everyone's been very excited and just on one accord.
0: And that's really interesting that you said that. I was just having a conversation with somebody today about um, her own business. And one thing that I understood from that was that whatever is supposed to be for you and God has ordained, it just flows naturally. Mm-hmm. It just literally flows naturally. You don't have to fight for it. So, what strategies have you adopted that allow you to manage being a lawyer and run your business? I got to know from me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's honestly, I know this kind of goes against what everyone would say, so people may cringe, but it's don't plan too much, right? Like you can't be so we have these things planned out for the next six months and it's gonna go this way like no you have to allow room for change and for growth and for things to come up um, so have a plan but don't don't marry your plan um, uh, don't even necessarily date your plan like be friends with your with your plan and understand that your plan is an evolving thing right because ultimately you're not the author of the plan um, and then Making peace with each day is going to look different Um, and making sure in the morning like the first 10 or 15 minutes are truly my own and I'm not focusing on being a lawyer or being the CEO of Rooted Woman. Like I'm just India and I'm connecting with myself and what I need and like checking in to see like how am I doing today? Um, and also just making sure I continue to take care of me. I go to the gym. I go and see my therapist. I think mental health is incredibly important. Um, I eat really good food. I make sure I like you know can cook once a week, either alone or with friends who are trying to meal prep so that we can be healthy and happy people. Um, yeah. Ooh, I love that. I absolutely love that.
0: And I like that you said, don't marry your plants.
1: Yeah. Don't marry. And I've tried to marry the plan and then we had to get divorced and it was sad. (laughs) Real hard, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, the the hard. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So
0: what does a typical day look like for you? Like what time do you get up? What you do in between the day? When do you go to sleep? Because hearing what you just said now, that is, I'm like, oh my God, you guys meal prep together? You find a day to meal prep, you see your therapist and all those things. Like you really do emphasize self-care.
1: Yeah, so um, because I have more than one thing going on, um, I tend to be up about 5 o'clock, sometimes at 4.30 in the morning um, so that I can have my time to myself. And then from there, I um, am looking at emails to see like what is happening for my day. And then I like reach out to my staff to say, here are the things that I see coming down the pike that I think we need to focus on for today. Um, that we had not anticipated, Um, and then I look at my schedule as a lawyer, look at the emails to plan for my day and to see like what can I delegate to someone else, what do I have to do, Um, and then I eat breakfast, um, and if I have like a morning workout, then I go work out, and then I, you know, take a shower and go to work. And I make sure that I have lunch not in front of the computer, which is really hard. But I set a timer on my phone when I'm eating breakfast to make sure also that I'm eating every three hours Um, and to hold myself accountable for that. um, I record my food to share with my um, my nutritionist to show what am I eating? Um, And that I am eating frequently and drinking water. And so I have friends and we have water challenges about who's drinking the most water. Um, So texting throughout the day of like, hey, I've, you know, gotten down to 25 gallons. Like, where are you? Not literally 25 gallons. That'd be a lot. But um, yeah, and also staying in contact with friends throughout the day. That helps as well, right? So like you can't live life alone. And so it can't just be in isolation. So group texts really help um, me to stay grounded and to have someone else to bounce ideas off of and sometimes just to complain. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It seems that your your group is solid. Yeah. It seems that your group is really solid and that's so important. Like same for me too. Like group chats are definitely important for venting and for helping you keep on track. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to get like you.
1: <laughs> you,
0: <laughs> you, like i'm listening to you and i'm like i really like i like i like what you do here like you really emphasize self-care into your day and you're still able to run like a, such a beautiful business and be alert at the same time to me like i know i keep saying it but i'm just like it's so amazing to me and you know you walking us through that kind of see how you're able to do that because you're always checking in with yourself to make sure you're good
1: yeah, and if I'm not, then I, like, need to have a conversation about, like, why am I not? And so I love essential oils. They're, like, my best friends. I carry them around in my purse, and I'm sure really? kind of crazy. Yep, I have an essential oil diffuser in my office. Can you see
0: mine right back there? Can
1: oh, you see yeah. it? Oh, it's, it's,
0: it's right back there every night. <laughs> <laughs> Peppermint and lavender every
1: night. Love lavender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, put some lavender and water in a spray bottle and, like, mist oh. it on my pillows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see you. Like, <laughs> Yes. We're right there. Those essential oils really
0: help. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm loving this. I'm taking notes. Okay. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm taking notes. And everybody who's listening, take notes
1: because you, you're you not stressed. You can do it too. Look, we all yeah. have some stress. I am yeah. still, I've learned how to, I guess, manage it and try to alleviate it. There's this like podcast that I listen to about we should never manage our stress because ultimately we really shouldn't be stressed. Mm, mm-hmm. would manage something that you don't want to have, why don't you just get rid of it? And I was right. like, oh, oh, see, why am I managing stress? Why don't I just get rid of it? Okay, cool, let's work on that. So that's right. the goal. It doesn't always happen, but that's the goal.
0: So since running Rooted Woman, What has been your best moment?
1: Oh, absolute best moment. Um, Hands down. I got this email from this woman um, who um, got a cancer diagnosis. And every day that she went to chemo, and she went to chemo like two or three days a week, she wore healed on her hands. Um, one, it was one of the few polishes that she could wear during chemotherapy that didn't interact with her treatments or harm her skin. Um, and also because it really encouraged and empowered her in that process. And so if she would sit in the chemotherapy room with other people. She would even encourage them and be like, I'm healed, I have my nail polish on, I'm armed, I'm equipped. And never in my wildest dreams or imagination did I ever believe that Um, something that I created or um, had a part in would encourage someone on that level.
0: Dang, that would have had me in
1: tears. (laughs) I I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's
0: beautiful. That's beautiful. And this is a question that I I really want to hear what you have to say about this. What are some prayer points you believe every aspiring entrepreneur should pray about? Because somebody actually posed a question to me about like, you know, you you need to ask God how to show you this, that or another um, about the planter. And I was like, oh, like how to how to move it, how to function it and all that stuff, how to make money, just different things. She was telling me you should pray to God and ask God, you know, different things about your business. But what is something that you would say to aspiring entrepreneurs?
1: Um, I think I would approach it from a slightly different standpoint. So. If you're a believer, I would say really get in touch with the Holy Spirit. And so I think if you're really walking within that threefold, I think oftentimes God is giving us that information and we just miss it because we're not completely tuned in. Um, And so I also know that he, like, honors Um, when we are obedient to his word and the things that he's called us to do. And so, of course, he's going to provide all of what we need. It's making sure that we're really aware of that and to the promptings of the Holy Spirit when it's like, do this or do that, even if it doesn't quite make sense, um, to certainly do that. And so I guess the prayer would ultimately be, God, let your voice be the loudest voice and turn down every other voice because he's always speaking to us right like but we may be tuned in to like our friends or our family or somebody else and so we're missing it and we feel like we need to go read this book or go do this thing to get the information when in fact maybe we don't maybe we just need God's voice to be the loudest voice in our lives. I am certainly guilty of, of forgetting like your voice still needs to be the loudest voice, even in my success. Yeah. So that I can continue to honor the people around me and the people that are looking up to me and that are responsible, that I'm responsible for mm-hmm. making sure they take care of their families. And so let your voice always be the loudest voice in the happy times the sad times and everything in between.
0: So to close out, um, are there any resources that you'd recommend? Are there any books, podcasts, or anything that you recommend that people,
1: especially
0: those aspiring to be entrepreneurs, should be tuning into?
1: Um, I love Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. I think it's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I guess some of the books that I would recommend, so like Brene Brown, um, any of her books on vulnerability. Yes. I think those are so important, and I know those are not like business books and all of that, but I think one of the pitfalls for entrepreneurs is that we haven't done our own self work, and so we don't have the capacity to truly handle the greatness that's within us. Yeah. Um, And so really working on healing some of the brokenness, because we all have brokenness and we all have some barriers to our own success and it may be our own limiting beliefs or some of our actions or something. And so really doing the work around that I think is incredible and that will make you successful in every facet of your life. So um, I also read about the five love languages. So not just in Mm -hmm. in the context solely of like romantic relationships, but how do you interact with other people so that, you can meet them where they are. So yeah. I'm very um, interested in relational interactions. And so things that can help to build that um, are things that I gravitate to.
0: And that is awesome, awesome, awesome advice. So where can we find you? How can we interact with you? What's your social media? And, you know, where can we talk to you?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I will say talking to me personally is a little bit harder. <laughs> but where yeah. you can talk to my team who is amazing and who i love each yes. one of infinitely mm-hmm. uh, you can find us at www.rootedwoman.com you can find us on instagram at rootedwoman and facebook at rooted woman
0: yeah i was going to tell you allison is so sweet and so kind and i told her that i'm like you just sound so nice
1: (laughs) everyone in my team they're all so sweet and so kind and i'm so incredibly blessed by who they are yeah I, i definitely could see that and tell her i said that personally
0: that it was such a pleasure contacting and speaking with her it has been such a pleasure speaking with you and this is the end of the podcast guys i will speak to you all next week Thank you so much for listening to The Planter Podcast. If you are absolutely loving the content that The Planter is creating, well, go ahead and subscribe to The Planter on iTunes. For more updates and staying connected with me, you can also subscribe to The Planter at theplanter.com. So that's T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R dot com. To become a part of our community, uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Planter community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you and you can find the planter on all social media handles at the planter so thank you so much for listening and i'll speak to you in the next episode